Okay, we will do Parshas Vayelech, Tavshin Ayin Test, the first uh, shear of this uh, halachic year. Tavshin Ayin Test, Parshas Vayelech, today's shear is sponsored Leili Nishmas Yisrael Ben Shimon, whose yard site is on Shabbat Shuvah, by his wife and children, may he be Yabelis Yosher for his entire family and for all of Kla Yisrael. Okay, we get into Parshas Vayelech, and we start off with the beginning of the Parsha, where we have Moshe Rabbeinu transferring leadership. Really, this is the end of his life, Vayelech Moshe, Moshe goes... And he tells all of his, uh, finishing up his, his speech to B'nai Yisrael. And he says to them, I'm 120 years old today. I cannot do it anymore. And Hashem said, I'm not going. Hashem will help you. Yehoshua who over Hashem. Yehoshua is going to be the one that will take you uh, across. And on the surface, this is like a letdown. On the surface, we hear, we read this, and we think about what Klai Yisrael is thinking, and it's 100% true that uh, in one sense, this is a letdown. Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to be able to take them, and they will have to deal with a new reality, and this is not what it was supposed to be. Not what it was supposed to be. Moshe Rabbeinu, for whatever reason, all the different reasons, and Ashkachis, that Hashem decided that Moshe wouldn't go, wouldn't go in. But uh, the Balabavich Rebbe says, in one sense, this is what it was ultimately supposed to be. Yes, of course, we know the personal chatoim, b'chulu, and everything uh, involved. But on the other hand, this is what it was supposed to be. What does that mean? Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe. In source number one, at first glance, the transfer of leadership from Moshe to Yeshua represented a weakening of the strengths of the Jewish people. Right? Moshe's face was like the sun, Yeshua's face was like the moon, as he quotes the Gemara. If the Jew, and he quotes, if the Jewish people had merited to enter the land of the Moshe's leadership, it would have been instant, it would have been miraculous, it would have been forever, it would have been eternal. But, he quotes, Hasidic thought explains that this was not in fact a disadvantage. But to the contrary, it was for the overall good. Because the purpose of the Bria is not just to have a miraculous existence and a home for Hashem from the heavens. But the purpose is to make a home for Hashem in the lower realms. I.e., by human effort, within an everyday setting, miracles are generally counterproductive to this goal. He doesn't quote it, but as we know, throughout history, miracles do not last. Very soon after Kriyas Yamsuf, we complained for water. Very soon after the uh, Maimon Arsinai, we had Chaita Egel. But the ultimate purpose is to, and what's eternal, is to bring Ruchnias and to bring spirituality and godliness from the depths and from the natural realm. And that was more Yehoshua. Yes, there were some miracles on the way in, obviously Yericho Vachulu, but ultimately it was going to be a natural existence, not like Moshe Rabbeinu. So ultimately, the non-miraculous entry into the land via Yehoshua fulfilled the purpose of creation to a greater extent. So yes, there might have been plan one, plan two, but Lamaisa, the goal of life is, as he explains, to bring uh, sparks and to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the into the natural realm. That's exactly what happened when they went in with Yeshua instead of Moshe Rabbeinu. So yes, this was the goal of what we uh, were supposed to do on a national on a national level. Okay, now we get into uh, the second to last mitzvah of in the Torah, at least uh, written in the Torah, and that of course is uh, Hakel. Hakel, one of the last mitzvahs, I should say. So the uh, Torah tells us that every seven years we have the mitzvah of Hakel and Paraka when they come. You shall read the Torah. The king reads the Torah uh, from a Dvarim on a special Bima Shel Eitz on the special platform that they build in the Beis HaMikdash. And who comes? Hakel HaSoam HaAnashim VaAnashim VaAtav. The men, the women, and the children all come. The Gerach HaSher and even the Gerim, Laman Yishma, Laman Yilmadu, they all come so that they will come to listen, they, they will come to learn. The Yaruas HaShem Alokechem, V'Shar Mulasos, as called Devriyato Razos. A lot to say about this uh, mitzvah of Hakel. The Ramban already is bothered. What exactly is the message of the Taf? The Ramban quotes, Chazal note, that Taf means really literal young babies. That's what the uh, simple pshat is, right? But he says, Misvara, I don't can understand that. He quotes, uh, Pashtus would be that they have uh, reached Higia, Higia Lechinach, but I find that, uh, and that's what the Pashtus of the of the Chazal is. Let me just find the Lashon of the, of the, uh, of the Ramban. The Ramban says, 
says the Ramban, This is not on your sheet. These taf aren't talking about young little babies that are still nursing. But he notes, But Chazal say no. Why they come anashim lomod vanashim lishmoa hataf lama bali tain schar lemivi ehem to bring schar to their uh, ones who ones who bring them good and that's based on the Gemara in the beginning of Maseches Chagiga which you have in source number three which we'll read about the Shem in a minute but first the Nachlas Yaakov I think we might have mentioned this in the past a long time ago the, the uh, Nesivis Rabbi Yaakov Elisa writes in his commentary on Chumash right? so what's the purpose the Rabban can't even fathom it on a a conceptual level, why would you have to bring them if they're not like, gaining anything? I didn't give it to you either, but just to, to quote the language of the of the klayakar. Uh, we just want to make it a little harder for you to be able to, um, you know, uh, get uh, have a melus in this in the on the way to this mitzvah. So why the babies? Just litein schar, just make him carry big stones, right? So it has to be, has to be something uh, else. So we've quoted in the past uh, other pshatim. First, the Nachlas Yaakov, just in one line, he says, "V'lachen nira devada yish tam lemitzvos." There's definitely a tam. Av shatam eni yadua. We don't understand it fully. Tahar be mitzvos yish shein tamam yadua. Rak shakush yehi shein sorach litzavo salataf. Kivan tahanoshim anoshim olun laaretz vade lo yanichu atabavesam. So what's going to happen? The men and the women have to come. So what's going to be with the babies? What's going to be with the children? They're not going to leave them at home for a week, right? All of Yantif. Who's going to babysit? Obviously, they're going to have to come anyway. Because the men and the women all have to go. So the men and the women all have to go. So obviously, the babies are going to come. So what exactly is the message of um, uh, the, the, the mitzvah? Hashem knows that we're going to have to come anyway. So the, the taf come, again, because you're not going to have the uh, babies at home anyway with the babysitters, so Hashem knows that they're going to be brought anyway. So he says to bring them as if Hashem knows we're going to do it, so he makes it into a mitzvah. And again, you're going to have to bring them. It's connected to the mitzvah. Hashem knows you're going to do it anyway, so he makes it as part of the mitzvah. Maybe kind of reminds us of the uh, the message of some of the Mepharshim about the mitzvah of Achila and Erev Yom Kippur. Really, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows we're going to eat anyway. Anyway, it's the only the one day a year that Hashem says, that Hashem says that it's a mitzvah to... to uh, to fast on Yom Kippur. All the other fast days, we know, are Durabanan. The only fast day of the year that Hashem told us to fast is Yom Kippur. And therefore, He knows we're going to eat anyway. So what did He do? He made it into a mitzvah. Michaz de Hashem. Hashem made it into a mitzvah. The Meshachachma discussed this more in Parshas Noach. But He says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu always gives mitzvahs a fit into our um, uh, our thought, our thought process, right? He quotes there that mitzvahs aren't painful inherently, but says there are, so maybe that's a similar idea, just like Hashem knows we're going to eat anyway. So he says, you know what? I'm going to give you a chesed. I'm going to make it into a mitzvah. So to here, the Nachos Yaakov says, we're going to bring the babies anyway because we're not going to leave them at home. The men have to go. The women have to go. So therefore, he says that uh, it was made into a, into a mitzvah. One idea. But there is another idea as well, maybe if we look closer, and again, we've quoted similar ideas in past years, we don't always have a shir in Pajav Ayelech, but let's read the Gemara in Chagiga again on Dav Gimel. Says the Gemara, Tan Rabbanan, Maisa, source number three, Maisa, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, Rabbi Lazar ben Chisma, Shahochu Lagba, Rabbi Yeshua ben Pekian, they went to greet their Rebbe, Rabbi Yeshua in Pekian, Amar lohem, Machidush hayyabbeis so the Rebbe asked this, the Talmidim, "Knew what? What did you learn today in the base Medrash? What was discussed?" Amrulo Talmidchanu Umemechanu Shosim. We're your students. We're your students. What do you mean? We're going to tell you of art. You tell us of art. Amar lohem Afal Pikein Iefshel the base Medrash Belochidish. Famous thought. He says, "No, there has to be a Chidish. Fine, I'm your Rebbe, but still, you must have come up with something today." Shabbos Shalmi Aisa. Right? Whose week was it to give Shir? We know there was a rotation. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Lazar Azaria. Shabbos, Rabbi Lazar Azaria. Aisa. It was Rabbi Lazar Azaria's week. Obama Aisa Hagada Hayom. So what did he say today? Amrulo Baparshas Hakel. Right? He spoke about the Mitzvah Hakel all the way at the end of the Torah. Umad Darashva. And what did he darshin? Here's the Chazal. Hakel Asaam Hanashim Vanashim Ataf. If the men were coming to learn, because they can learn, right? Well, the women came to hear, 
Right? And the days that they were not literate and they couldn't understand, so they came to hear. Top why the babies come, Amarlohem says Rabbi Yoshua, after hearing this Chazal, after this hearing this Chidush, Margolis There was such an unbelievable pearl that you had. And you're, you're, you didn't want to tell me? That's unbelievable. What a great fart. I love that. Amazing. And that's the end of the story. Many questions on this. Question number one, which again, many Mepharshim deal with. What was he so excited about? There are many Chazals in, in, uh, Gemara. And not everyone has an, a reaction of, wow, that's an amazing vart. Right? We have Gemara in the Mesachas Menachas. About, the, about that area where somebody gets excited about a certain vart. But here, why was he so excited for it? And why Dafka Rabbi Yeshua was he excited for it? A second, that question is asked by uh, a number of Mepharshim. The other question that's asked by the Ben Yehoyada, Ben Ishchai, right here in the, his commentary on Mesechas Chagiga, he asks, so what's the Chazal? Everybody jumps on the Ramban, the Chulu, he jumps on the last phrase. Why are the babies coming? What's the second phrase? So we're talking about a case where the women don't understand, because it doesn't say Nashim Bos Lilmod. So it must be the Nashim don't understand. So if they don't understand, so what schar, what good is it that they're getting something, they're the Lishmoah? They don't understand anything, what's the, what's the purpose of Lishmoah? Right? Nashim Bos Lishmoah. So what's, what's the message? Akasha asked the Ben Yoyad, the Mimanavshach. If the women understand the Torah, the drush that's going on, then they should be included in the first phrase. Like the men come to learn. And if they don't understand, the same question you ask on the Taf, you ask on the women. Because hearing without understanding, what kind of learning is that? Right? So the women should either be with the Taf or should be with the Anashim. So what's the message? So one might answer, there is a, just in brackets, one might answer, there is a concept that some post can discuss, the Shulchan Aracharav talks about this in Ilchaz Torah, that it could be that when it comes to learning, usually one gets schar for understanding or trying to understand. But maybe there's a chilek between Torah Shebechsav and Torah Shebalpeh. Maybe Torah Shebalpeh, the idea of understanding, even, Torah Shebechsav, even if I don't understand. There's an idea of saying it. There's an idea of just, of, uh, of, Having the words connect to me, even if I don't understand it. Okay, one idea about Torah Bichsav. But let's see if that extends at all, because let's say Drusha, maybe we're talking even about Torah Shabbat here. Right? So how do we understand it? So that's the two questions. Why Dafka was he so excited? And what does it mean, Nashim Ba'os Lishmoah? The Nero Libesiata Deshmaya says the Ben Yoyada. Deshmiya Lenashim Afalpish Enemavinim Hadvarim. They didn't understand. That's the context of what we're talking about. But. There's still something about hearing Torah, even if we don't understand it. The Isa Bezohar Kodesh Parsha Shlachlacha. He quotes a Zohar. Shera Osot Sadik. Hechalos Beganeden. A certain Sadik saw Hechalos palaces in Ganeden. She Yoshvim Shamanashim Dafka. And the women were there. The Shamish Tadlim Anashim Bevikudia Raiso Betamayo. And the women were were very involved in the discussion and the drushes of the Torah and the reasons. How do they have such a saga? If Olamazeh, they didn't have it. If they weren't Osik in Torah in this world, uh, so why should they be Zoche in the next world to be Osik? And be Arnusham, Kibiyosam, be Olamazeh, Shishomen Devedora Meanoshim, Halomdim, Omechacham Adoresh, Betzibur. If somebody understands, does not understand something, but he goes, and whether they try to understand it, whether they put themselves into the situation of just hearing Torah. Even if their their physical mind doesn't understand, but it goes into their neshama. Through the klita that their nefesh god uz kishayelchu leganeden shesham nafsham mislabeshes begufa ruchani b'diyukna tavei be'ama niskar. So in the ganeden, when it's just the neshama, so then the Torah that went into the neshama is going to connect again to the Torah that they heard, and they'll be able to take part in the discussion. Oz yisar kach osa klita b'divrei Torah b'nafsham v'yaskum b'divrei Torah b'ganeden. Meaning, understanding is not the the only aspect. Obviously, we have to try to understand it as much as we can. But if somebody on this, hears Torah in this world and they want to connect to the Torah, not somebody who happens to hear it Balkarcha, 
but somebody who, and, and they really don't want to be there. Even if they don't understand it, there's something about it, there's something magical. It's not like hearing a math uh, or a science uh, lecture uh, and not understanding it. It doesn't go into your neshama. There's nothing magical. There's nothing um, that we don't see. There's nothing pnimi, but Torah. Even if we don't understand it, we can spend an hour trying to figure out a tosis. We don't understand it. It's okay. It's the amelus, and it still connects to my neshama. Shetiklot anefesh osam b'divrei Torah. V'shiu b'gan Eden yatsu osam b'divrei Torah min akolach lapoal. It'll come to the fruition in Gan Eden. V'yomadusham b'divrei Torah limud b'galui. And that is nashim, and that's why women l'shmoa. They come to l'shmoa because it's going to connect. It's going to connect to them on a deep level, even if somebody goes and they don't understand it. Ah, But the babies, they're not trying to, they're not focusing on it, they're just babies. They're focusing on other things. That's why their nefesh isn't collated, because it has to be someone who wants it, who desires it, and not just somebody who, who happens to, uh, who happens to be there. And that is the Lishmoa. Again, the message for us, we have to put ourselves into situations of hearing Torah, even if we don't get it fully, but still it goes into our neshama. So now just continuing, what about, what about the other question we asked? Why Rabbi Yeshua? So he quotes, why on the next top of the next column? Rabbi Yochanan is praising all of his Talmidim. And Rabbi Yeshua, he says, Praises the ones who gave birth to you. And the Mepharshim there quote, he quotes it from the Rabbi Bartanura, Though his mother brought his crib, and every day she brought him to the base Medrash. Right, so Torah goes in. And the question that he was always bothered by, what, I don't understand. I didn't understand the Torah. And it was even early, too early. My mother, why'd she do this? Bringing my crib to the base Medrash. But according to what he just heard, no. Even though you don't understand, it connects only the taf. If you try to focus on other things and you're not interested, then it doesn't work. But he knew if he was born, his mother's getting him into the practice. And it soon it's going to be that he's going to want to understand it, even though he doesn't understand it yet. He's going to be those that try to focus. So that's the to'elas. So he said, I understand my neshama got it now. Because his mother brought him in when he was a young age. And he wasn't uh, turning his das to a dvarim chitzonim. And that's the message for us. Again, to be in a Torah setting, even if we are not understanding everything or getting everything. Okay, that takes us through the mitzvah of Hakel. Moving right along. Getting this short, but jam-packed parsha. Continues the Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu, after the mitzvah of Hakel, Vayomer Hashem al Moshe, now Hashem says to Moshe. Right, Moshe's been talking for 30 prakim. 30 prakim Moshe Rabbeinu's been talking. Now all of a sudden Hashem turns to Moshe. Vayomer Hashem al Moshe, Hain karvu yamech alamus. Karaz Yoshua, this yatsvu ba'alma wait v'atzavenu. It's almost time. Call Yoshua, stand him up. Vayelech Moshe v'Yoshua v'yatsvu ba'almoi. They all stood at the almoi. Vayera Hashem almoi ba'almaranan. So even in Moshe's lifetime, right, he appointed Yoshua. So everybody recognizes that he is the leader. Hashem appears to them in the almoi. Vayamod amud hanan al pesach haohel. And the Pesach, the Anan appears. This Am will get up and violate Avodah Zarah in the future. Right, there's different ways to read this. There's even a remez to Tchiyas HaMesim, the Gemara says in this Pesach. But anyway, the Pashas is, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu that they're going to leave. They're going to leave me. With all of your pep talk over the last uh, couple of weeks, still... 
They're not. Go- it's not going to last. V'chara api bayomahu, and I'm going to get angry. V'azavtim v'istarti fanamehem, and I'm going to give them hester pani v'yelachol. They're going to be hurt by the other nations. Umitzau raos rabos v'tsaros, and they're going to go through difficult times. V'yamar bayomahu halo alki ein alakai bekirbi. They're going to recognize. They're going to say this Hester Panim. Hashem is not here. They're going to recognize that. The end of Pasuk Yizayin. V'yanochi haster astir panai bayomahu. I'll call ra'asher And I'm going to hide my face for all the evil that they have done. Kifana el Elohim achirim. Because they've gone to other gods. And Hashem continues. It says, Kisvelochem hazashirazosachulu. The question is asked, the Pashab shot of these two Psukim, Pasuk Yuzayin, Pasuk Yudches. Hashem says it's going to come a time where they're going to do Avodazara, they're going to leave me, and I'm going to show them Hester Panim. They're going to recognize that there's Hester Panim, and I'm going to be Master Panim and give them all the Ra. So is that just repeating what was? That's repeating that, yeah, I'm going to be Hester Panim, they're going to recognize it, it's still going to be Hester Panim. It sounds a little bit like there's going to be Tsaris, we're going to recognize that there are Tsaris, and Hashem's going to still and continue. And the question is asked by the Mepharshim, by the Arachayim, by others, but, but it seems like once we recognize, why does we continue the Tzaras? Right? Why does, that, why does it have to keep uh, uh, continuing? Right? The Svarno already talks about this, uh, this problem. It's not going to inspire them. Maybe they're going to recognize it, but they're not going to be inspired. But the Eim Avadim Smecha, Rav Techtel, tells us another Pshat. He quotes this, obviously, remember the history of the Sefer written in during, uh, during the Shoah and uh, without Svarim, and he quotes everything. But he quotes these Sukkim, quotes these Sukkim. He quotes the Mepharshim, source number five, line number four. Kivan Yisrael is this Pasik, in Pasik Yudzayin, we were Misvada, we say, oh, we know it's because Hashem is not with us. Sha'al ki ein elo ka bekirbam mitzaum kalzos. Why does it continue? And there's more Hester upon him. Why is there more Hester upon him? So he quotes from the Yad Yosef. The Chacham Rab Yosef Sarfati. He says, there's two words in the Pasuk that explain it. Bayomahu. They'll say Bayomahu. What does that mean? So he quotes from the Yad Yosef. Tehine, matzinu gam beparo, sha'asa tshuva. Paro also did tshuva, momentarily. V'yamar, Hashem atzadik v'yani v'ami arshayim. Paro runs to Moshe and says, quickly stop the plague, Hashem is the tzadik, we're rishayim. But that didn't last too long. Avolo archa lo atshuva, ela kozman sha'amaka isamalke oso. The tshuva was only as he was getting hit. Ukshahay salo arvacha, and when there was, there was a respite, Chazar v'nase paro hayoshen hayoshan. Paro became the old paro. Achehukrach la'akoso shen is od v'od. Um, paro, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When they're getting hit, so paro did tshuva. Right when the hitting stopped, then it was nothing. It was nothing. Kein ugametzlenu says the imavanim smeicha. That's what happens. What does the pasuk say? Hashem's going to give them saras, and they're going to say bayomahu ki eno lakavigir be misoni erosolah. They're going to say on that day that Hashem is not with us. But after that day, when the tsar stops, they're going to go back to what they've always been doing. And that's why he's going to give them more Hester Panim. Because it's going to be a tshuva that's not going to last. A tshuva that will just, you know, fade away. Kenu etzleinu, says Rav Teichtel. Imat tshuva hi rak bayomahu davka. Ba'ochat tsara shoe aleinu. If the tshuva is only while it's happening. And after the tsara, we go back. That's not going to be tshuva. Hashem's going to be just as angry. What? I, I'm doing this to teach you a lesson. And now what do you do? That's what the Pasuk means. When we have the tsara, we're misvada. When the Tzara passes, we'll just go back to our actions from before. And Hashem says, And that's what happens so often, Rachmanu Litzlan. When there's, when do we, when are we on our best behavior? When are we really davening hard with Kavana? When are we 
giving the lot of tzedakah. When there's sorrows, when we feel difficulty, when we feel that we really need a Baruch Hu, but when everything's going well, we don't always have the most kavana. And we're not always doing everything perfectly. Right? We have, we have kavana by Rifa'enu and Barechaleinu. When there's, when there's challenges to that uh, area of our life, the goal of life is not to be by Yomahu. Not just by Yomahu that we should have it. Ukemochens, and now he continues, and is talking about, obviously he's in the writing this in the early 1940s. Ukemochenim, kishetavar atzara meitanu, nishkach has called masha over alein. Rachman says, when we get out of the tzara, when we get out of the Holocaust, if we forget what happened, if we forget, well, what's the whole Sefer about? If we get our connection and how we all want to go to Eretz Yisrael, and we should all be there, and we say, no, we want to remain in, in Europe, Hashem is just going to be upset at us and not allow us to be able to uh, live properly. He's going to give us more tsaras. And that's what he says at the end of the uh, of the piece. That's what his context was. Talking about the tsara of the Golios that we're in. Golios is giving us tsara. So what is Hashem telling us? Go to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is the place where we're supposed to be. That's where you got thrown out of. Right? That's where Hashem wants us. That's where all the great... Greats throughout history, the Ramban and the, the Vilna Gon and even the Chafetz Chaim, right? All the greats throughout history, Rabbi Yudah Levi tried to get back. Rabbi Yaakov Emden wished he could go back. He writes about it. Stephen Smecha says, when the Tzara passes and we're able to go back, fine, during the Tzara it's difficult, but we can't just be a Bayomahu. On that day, on that day, no, it has to be continuous. It has to be Something that stays with us. And the Meshachachma says, similarly, we discussed this five or six years ago, from the Meshachachma, has a famous line in Parshas B'chukosai, I gave it to you, the uh, the larger piece, where the, the Meshachachma discusses, Be'yos Yisrael Bagoyim, Barabos Hashanim, as we've, as we've gone through uh, the years in Galus, Asher Lohemino Koyosh V'tevel, Kis Kaimu Bofa Nifla. Right, he says first, it's it's ama- amazing, right, we have the the unbelievable reality that we're still around. And everybody wants to get rid of us, and we're still around, right? The, the Mark Twain knew that too. Asher lo yishayer machsheves adam maskil, right? You can't fathom it. Hayodea karos hayamim. Those who study history, v'ametzulos asher shatfu ba'al feishanim al amamat varafa koach v'chad alonim, right? The 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 weak, the small, asher zelavad gamkin. The amazing reality that we still exist. What's the natural realm? You have a nation that goes out of its country. A hundred years later, two hundred years later, they're gone. They're finished. There's nothing left of them. There's nothing left of them. What happened to us? We were scattered. We were sent around. No, we were scattered around. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu watched over us. The problem is that we've gone around and Hashem has saved us, but now we've forgotten. We think that where we are in Galus, that's the place. Not focusing, not hoping for Mashiach, not hoping and trying to do whatever we can. Same idea as the Imam Banas Mecha was just saying. Right, the Meshachachma wrote this before him. Right, the Ruach Sarah is going to come. Yazkiroto, because so in Barash. Yehudiata, umi samchalayish, lech lecha, el eretz asher lo yadati. Yadata, go, go back. And then he continues. And towards the end, again, we're not going to read the whole thing right now. Feel free to, uh, to look at it. It's part of a larger piece. But he says on the left side now, where it's underlined, we forgot where we came from. And he quotes on line 31, the scary line, Yachshov ki Berlin hi Yerushalayim. He discusses terrible things that would that would uh, that would happen. But again, the message for us is that if we we should serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu just as much when we're not going through difficult times, when we're zocheh to have the bracha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu on us, we shouldn't need the tzara and Rachman Alatana. There's a tzara right? that should motivate us to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu even after the tzara. And not dafka by Yomahu, because that's what gets them upset, says the aim Habanim Smech. Okay, so what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu keep saying? Hashem says, uh, there's going to be Tsaris, he's forecasting to Moshe Rabbeinu, 
And this is what you have to do to make sure they have the Torah. Write the whole Shira, this song. What is this song? So Rashi says it's referring to Ha'azinu. Ha'azinu is going to be in next week's Parsha. Write this song as a Shira Azos. Says the Ramban, Shira Azos Kisvu. He picks up on the plural, Ashon. And teach B'nai Yisrael, and again, V'lamda, then it's singular. So he picks up on the plural, and then the singular. But what is the Shira? Again, uh, the Ramban also says, Ha'azinu, other Mepharshim, though say, maybe it means, on the first you here talk about, maybe it's the entire Torah. Maybe it's referring to the Torah, and we know elsewhere, the Torah is called the Shira. The Torah is called the Shira. Look in source number seven. Ha'torah nikreis papazik zeb ha'mayim b'shem Shira. This pasik we have twice. We have kids for the Chemetz Hashirazos, Lamantia Lia Shirazos, Laid Bebnei Yisrael. Whether it's the whole Torah, according to some, or part of the Torah called the Shira, but the Torah is called the Shira, as we know. Also, later on, uh, Kopsukam later, he quotes this Deila Dvarm of Schlesinger, Kisimseno, so Raos, Rabos, Vitsaros, Faansa Hashirazos, Lefanav Laid, Vayifto Moshe Hashirazos, Vichul. So, it's called the Shira. The question is asked, Rabim Temeim, we know the Gemara tells us in Sota that you can make the Torah into Zmiros. David Amalek was punished. David Zmiros. Zmiros gets upset at David Amalek. The Torah that it says, if you don't focus on them, they're gone. Zmiros. I'm going to make you make a mistake even in the simplest thing. What happened? Right, he carried the Aron, he put the Aron on wagons, even though the Pasuk says, Right, and he put it on the Agala when he brought it back to, to Yerushalayim and the whole tragic story of Peretz Uza. Or Sanhedrin Kofalif. If I sing Shira Shirim, maybe Ra'ala Olam. It's terrible. I'm like a musical instrument. So, so what's the difference between these Gemaras that say, can't make Torah into Zmiros, sing with me versus Shira? Torah is called a Shira. So what's the difference? So explains the Elat Varami Yisod Gadol. The Efshar Lomer, it's possible that when the Gemara, when Chazal say Zmiros and Shira, they mean two different things. But let's not get into what we call Zmiros. Because, we'll say it in this way, there's a Shira element that's possible by Zmiros as well. But Zmiros is something that's not as deep. The Efshar Lomer, Ki Shira Hilo Zimra. The Zimra Einen Shira. When Chazal say Zimra, and they say David HaMelech was going to use the Torah Zimra, HaKavana, and again, we're basing it on Chazal, right, the Chet. HaKavana le'inyan chitzoni, she'yish la'azos k'desha Zimra tishama. What is Zemer, or Zimra? That means something that is somewhat surface. Surface deep. It's not deep, it's chitzoni, superficial, it's connected to physical instruments. It's the just the music. It's focusing on the hearing, the sense of just hearing it. You have musical instruments, physical instruments to create the sound. Zemer is just taking the physical elements. Right, a lot of it, and we need that. You need zemer. It, it connects to us. But Shira is taking that one step further. Shira is connecting that zemer. To my neshama, connecting it, going all the way deep down. Every song, there are some songs that are very right. There are songs that are not even from a Jewish source, and songs that are just very superficial and very external. It's just music. It's pleasant to listen to, but they don't connect to my neshama. But sometimes there's a song. If it's words, if, it, if it's, uh, it, um, there's an association that it connects deep inside of me. Right? 
right? Why was there Shira on the Duchen in the Beis HaMikdash? There wasn't Zimra, there was Shira. Shira is something deep. That Shira connects going back, he says, to the Olam HaShira, connects to the Olam HaTshuva. There's a lot of uh, Kabbalistic sources about this. Through Shira, through song, we could get to Tshuva, we could connect deep down. As this time of year, there's so much song that we do. In Shul, all the Piyutim, as we sing together on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. But that has to be a Shira, not a Zemer. A Zemer, just using... Torah words to, on, on, uh, to make a nice song, a nice sound. So that's, that's not what Torah can be used for. Torah is not a tool. Torah is not an instrument. But if I take it to the next level down, goes to the neshama. So that's something. And that's what we have to say there. So what are we going to do? For normal fun of Shira Chadasha. To express the, the Shira goes both ways. We take it into our neshama and we use it as an expression of the depths of our hearts. But no That's the Shira that will, and that's what the Torah is. The Torah connects deep inside. And not him, but he quotes the Marsha. The Marsha says, maybe David Amelech, the Chazal say he made a mistake. What's the Pshad of the mistake? What can we learn from David Amelech? Right? What is it? So he quotes Rashi. There on line 34. And the Marshal explains, So if we use it as a zemer, it has to be a zemer that, that's deep in a way that connects. Klomar says the Eladvar. Hazimra shichitsonis. Mevadis rakas oso rega shal zimra. Ach divrei Torah shenikru shira hemamukim harbe yoser. It goes very deep, and that's why he says if you look closely, whenever shira is used, it means something deep. Whenever the word shira is written here, how does Uncle is translate shira? Right here in pasuk yutes. Kaan ksiva lachon yos tushbachta hada, tushbachta shevach. Is that translating it as a song? He's translating it as Shevach to Akadosh Baruch Hu. Va'alfa yas b'nei Yisrael shavye b'fumeyon b'dil to say kadamai tushbachta had. It's a tushbachta. It's a shevach, and that's not just a zemer, right? We call it zmiros. We call it zmiros. Yes, zmiros l'shavus, but it has to be on the depths of shira. It has to be something that tries to go in to become to become part of me. And that's what he says. Maybe there's even a deeper. Again, let's just read that. That goes out from within. And he says, turning over in source number eight, he says that's why he even says on a deeper level. What do we learn out from this pasuk? This is the source, of course, as we know, of the mitzvah of writing a sefer Torah. And what does the Gemara say? He quotes it on the top line, Sanhedrin Chafalif, Even if our, my parents, my grandparents, left me a Sefer Torah, I have to write one for myself. And the question is, has to be from yours. From yours. Problem is, what do you mean? If I have one, Yarshind, what's wrong with that? The point is, because the Shira has to be Mishalachem, it has to be from inside of you. This lachem is different than a lubav that's lachem and the other places where you need lachem. Mishum shema. The neshama, the Torah that has to come out, that you have to write. Hatorah hashira has to reflect your inside, your kishkes, your the the, the mahus, my neshama. As we know. So this Pasik that's referring to the, the, the Ksiva Sefer Torah, but it calls it a Shira, and the Shira is from the inside. And that's why maybe connecting the Hashkafa with the Halacha, that's why Kisvah Lachem has a Shira Azos, writing your Sefer Torah, it has to be Dafka, one that we get from ourselves, that one that we write ourselves, and not one that... Uh, was given to us from uh, others. And maybe he connected at the end. Also, maybe that was part of the tragedy of the Septuagint, right? If it loses some of its magical connection when it's translated, but that's the um, that's his uh, idea. Okay, let's have one other thought relating to uh, the Parsha, and then we'll have a couple of thoughts related to um, Shabbat Shuvah in this time of year. Let's continue for a moment. 
So now, after Hashem gives Moshe that, um, what's going to happen, and he says, write the Shira, and he continues, Zavaz, Chalav, Udvash, write down the Shira, and Moshe says, uh, Hashem, I'm sorry, Hashem is still talking. Uh, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring them in. And they will turn to other gods. They're gonna anger me. Again, Hashem says it. As long as you have this written down, the Shira, it'll be an A. It will never be forgotten. Because I know, I know them. You gave them a big pacto, but I know them. So after saying that, Moshe writes it down, and he tells Yeshua, Chazak ve'amatz, as he repeats that again a number of times, in Sefer Yeshua, and he tells Yeshua, that is what is going to, uh, to happen. Let's continue now in a similar uh, issue to what we mentioned earlier, but let's see this from the Shem Again, Hashem says, I know their rebellion, they're going to do it, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't read the, the proper psukim. We, I, didn't, I didn't continue reading. Continue reading. And after Hashem gives this to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe now turns to Bnei Yisrael and says to them, and to the Levim, Because it's going to be an kasha. I know your rebellious nature. So what should Moshe say now? Moshe say, I know you're going you're gonna to mess up because, you know what, Hashem just told me. Hashem just told me that you're going to mess up. Moshe doesn't say that. He says, I know your rebellious nature. When I was with you, you were bad with me, you're going to be bad after me. Focusing on that Pusik. How did Moshe know? Right, was it simply, well, when the Rebbe's in the room, the kids misbehave. If the Rebbe's not in the room, for sure, they're going to misbehave. Right, is, that, is that all it's saying? That could be the Pashtus. Right, what is Moshe Rabbeinu saying in this Pasuk, in Pasuk of Zion? When I was here, what if I'm not here? So the Shem Tov quotes two ideas. The first one is similar to what we just said. And that is, he quotes on line 7, V'shamati pam pirish mechudad. Da'akav achomer uremez Da'hainu. What's the message? Uma kisherak nidmelachem. Ki'ilu animes kvarasidem esahegel. Kisham, when, when you just thought I died, Moshe says, you made the Egel. Kisha Moshe rak boshishlava when he was late, imkain kalshakain. Kisha who mezkvar, if Moshe says, if I actually die, I see the MS, right, then, then forget it, then for sure. If you were choshesh, right, you were nervous, so then for sure. But still, as Hashem and what was the purpose of saying this? Just to depress them? Right, just to give them a heads up, you're gonna mess up. Right, what what exactly is the uh, is the uh, is the message? Says the Shemanato. V'yesh lomar hine line eleven ba'oso yom kvari kiri shini banagas kla yisrael. There was already a shinui that was recognized in the hanhaga of kla yisrael at that time. As we know, as many point out, Moshe Yeshua wasn't just a personality or person personnel change. It wasn't just personnel change. It was a world change. Just came up in uh, in the Dafyomi, Mizakas Menachas. The Chatzosros that Moshe used was not the Chatzosros that Yeshua Benun used. Right? They already used different Chatzosros, so to speak. Imkain Rowan, Hakolki, Mishtanah, Seder, and Hagam Moshe, Yeshua. As we know, Moshe Rabbeinu was a Bechina of Torah Shebechsav. Heard it from Hashem Yisparach. Right? Yeshua Benun was a Bechina of Torah Shebechsav. The sun and the moon. Moshe Morid. It was Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai. Masorah Yoshua. Two different Doros. The Moshe Morid Torah and Hashemayim. The Yoshua Manchla Sa'aretu Makarevitz Yisrael Hashemayim Adi Avodasam. Moshe brought the Torah from heaven. Yoshua brought the Jews to heaven. As we started off, the first thought from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. That's a difference, right? Bringing, bringing the Torah down or bringing B'nai Yisrael up. That was Yoshua's job. But what was par- part of that chilik was whether it was going to be a miraculous existence, like in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, or natural. The end, the last line. It says Moshe Rabbeinu. We just had a miraculous existence for 40 years. And even when there were miracles, right, you had difficulty following. When there are miracles, at the time of the miracle, you have the money every day, and still you complained, it's definitely easier to worship a Baruch when there's a miracle. 
That's the Kava Chomer. Continuing. Next page. When everything was visible and the Mon and the Anan, you still rebelled. If there's, if there's an Olamateva. What was the purpose of saying this? That there's going to be an Olamateva. And Moshe is saying you have to serve a Baruch with the Olamateva. It's going to be harder and you're going to mess up sometimes. But that's the goal of life as we started off earlier. You might think Hashem's not around. He's not involved. He's not being mashkiach. No, he's there. It's teva. It's an olama teva, but Hashem is still the mashkiach. He's meitzit menacharakim. Sometimes he's not always roeh, but meitzit menacharakim. The person inside can see outside, but the person outside can't always see inside, and that's us. And we don't always see Hakadosh Baruch but we always have to recognize that he's there. And that's the kavachomer that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling that. Okay. Two thoughts related to this time of year. One, I think we've quoted in the past, but just to, to review it, again, many of the Bali Machshava at this time of year discuss this idea. I just gave it to you from the Sifse Chaim, Source 11, Rafriedlander. He talks about the Rambam Shita, about how he quotes the Gemara in Mesechas Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daft Hazayin, we know tells us that there are three books that are open at this time of year. Shlosh Yisram Niftachan Rosh Hashanah, one of Rishon Gemurim, one of Sadikim Gemurim, and one of the Benonim. And we know Rosh Hashanah, the Tzadikim are finished. And the Rosh are finished. Benonim are Taliva Omeid. From Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. The language of the Gemara is Zachu, Nechtavim Lachayim. If we are Zoche, so then we're Zoche to life on Yom Kippur. Lo Zachu, Nechtavim Lamisa. And if not, we get the opposite. And the question that's asked that is on the Rambam, when the Rambam quotes this Gemara, what should Zachu mean? Pashtus. A Russia has more Averus, Sadik has more mitzvahs. So Zachu should mean, if he does more mitzvahs than Averus during this week, so then he is going to uh, be Zochet to life. But the Rambam doesn't say that. The Rambam quotes, Im Asa Tshuva, Nechtav Lachayim. If he did Shuva, Nechtav Lachayim, and if not, Nechtav Lamisa. And the question all the Mepharshim ask is, why doesn't the Rambam say, do more mitzvahs? So, there are some answers. Amik Bracha writes, it's the only, no, really, it's the new year, so you can't go backwards with more mitzvahs, you have to do tshuva, which erases Averos. It might be the most simple answer uh, in the Amik Bracha. But there are two other answers that I gave you here that, again, have, are discussed by others. The, the Rabbi Yisrael Lazar in the Koch Feyar, Tom Rabbi Yisrael writes in the Koch Feyar, I just gave it to you from here, based on a Gemara in the end of Masechah's Yuma, uh, and that is, all the mitzvahs aren't going to help. Why? Hashem is close at this time of year. It's the chance to do tshuva. Not doing tshuva during this time period will overshadow and outweigh any mitzvahs that I do. Because the inyona de yoma, the mitzvahs hayom is tshuva. The mitzvahs hayom is trying to see how I could do better. Get rid of the sherets biyadi before I go into the mikvah of Yom Kippur. And that's, that would override. And that's what one has to do. I, well, I'll do it. And more chesed and more Torah and more tefillah. But if I don't do tshuva, so then if I don't try to focus and, and better myself, then it's not going to, it's not going to be uh, effective. And that's what the Ramah writes, Yasa Tshuva, because that's going to override, not doing Tshuva is going to override, override even more mitzvahs. A second approach. But the third idea is mentioned B'Shem the Gra. He quotes it here on line 31 and 32. Maybe we are misdefining or we should redefine what is a tzaddik, what is a, uh, a rasha. Right? What is a tzaddik? It's not somebody who has more mitzvahs or averus. Right? What does the Gemara and Bracha say? Tzaddik yetzer tov shoftan. A tzaddik, the yetzer tov, is the one that guides a tzaddik. What does that mean? A tzaddik is somebody that does only mitzvahs. We all do averus. But generally, we're guided by our tzaddik nature. Russia, we basically do averus. We happen to do some mitzvahs here and there too, but basically we do averus. A benoni, we're wishy-washy. We're spiritually schizophrenic. We don't have one guiding type of personality. Sometimes we're like this, sometimes we're like that. That's what a Benoni is. And that's what this time of year is for. Hashem is not looking for perfection. He's looking for somebody who's guided by the Yeter Tov. Guided by what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants. And that's what it means, a Benoni. 
Apparently, as someone who's wishy-washy, what this time of year is, this time, this week is for, is for us to look within ourselves and to become people who are guided by the Yetzir Tov. We focus and our, our, our central core, we're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what the goal is, to do mitzvos. And that's what we want to do. We happen to slip off often. But that's what it's all about. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us at this time of year. And that's what Asa Tshuva is. Asa Tshuva means we've changed ourselves into being a tzaddik. A lot more here, but uh, that is all in source 11 and source 12. And just to end with one more thought, so I got to, uh, got to, uh, I got to finish, uh, from Rav Zevin. Rav Zevin in Latar Valamoadim notes that this Shabbos is Shabbos Shuva, or Shabbos Tishuva. Some say Shabbos Shuva based on the beginning of the Torah. Some say it's Shabbos of Shuva because it is in Aseris made Shuva. So he quotes the connection between Shabbos and Shuva. So the Gemara tells us in Meseches Yuma that we have to do tshuva even for Averos that we did in the previous year. We already did tshuva for the last year. And the question he asks is, Mimanavshach, if we repeated the Averos, so then, of course we have to do tshuva, because we did them again. And if we didn't do the Averos again, so why should we have to do tshuva? We did tshuva already last year. So he explains, no, 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 it's talking about he did the Avera again. But when it says you have to do tshuva again, it's saying we have to do tshuva even for the Avera from the previous day that we thought we had done tshuva on. Why? Because if we repeated it, it must be that tshuva wasn't perfect and wasn't complete. It was okay, but it wasn't complete. Because if I do something and then I happen to have do it again, it means it wasn't complete. And he gives a mushal. And it's not just a mushal. He quotes in Hashavah Zaveda, I returned something. The Gemara says, even a hundred times you have to return it. Hashav Tashivayim. Even a hundred times. Why? So he quotes the Mepharshim explained. Because if I return it and then it gets lost again, it must be I didn't return it properly. I didn't do a full returning. So I have to return it again. And he quotes Raya's from the Gemara that it's not a Enafkaminas. It's not a new mitzvah of Hashavah Zaveda. It's a Hemshech of the original Hashavah Zaveda. And that's what Hashavah Zaveda is. And then he, after proving this, he says there's a connection between Shuva and Hashavah Zaveda because we're lost. We're, we have to be mesh of ourselves. That's what Shuvah is about. We're all over the place. We're all over the world. We have to come back to our core. We have to come back to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that's what Shabbos is about. Shabbos is the ultimate day of Chuva, of coming back. Same Shoris, Chuva and Shabbos is coming back. The whole week we're lost. We're avud. Shabbos is the day that we're able to come back. So it's Hashavah Saveda, it's Tshuva, and that's what Shabbos Shuva is all about. Let us all be Zoha to be able to come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be Meshiv our own Aveda, to be Zoha to Hashanah Tovo Misuka, a year of learning, a year of fulfillment, a year of Geulos and Yeshuos for all of Kla Yisrael. Again, today's year was sponsored Le'ili Nishvas Yisrael ben Shimon, whose yard site is on Shabbat Shuvah by his wife and children, maybe a male Yosha for his entire family and for all of Klal Yisrael. The next uh, Parsha Shield should be Be'ezus Hashem, Parshas Bracious.